Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Rail. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics we'll explore, remember that the areas you're moving into are always most important. Always prepare for what you're about to do and always know what's happening while you're doing it. That's how you move to protect others and yourself. Now from headquarters, here's our host, Jason Francis. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Rail. Who do we have with us today, Travis? Today, we have an experienced driver employment specialist with us. Her name is Melissa Payne. We heard an interesting story about you the other day. We wanted to hear more about it. We heard you uh, organize this load for a veterans thing. Where I live here in Northeast Georgia, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Band of Brothers or Camp Tacoa, but that is where the World War II um, paratroopers trained um, and where that movie was uh, based on. And a group of um, veterans that volunteer not only at the camp are also members at my local Elks Lodge where I'm the house committee chairman and our lecturing night. And they've been restoring the camp and rebuilding the barracks and the different parts of the camp for uh, just to preserve that history and be able to bring people all over the world come in um, just to be a part of that and to see it. So it has been a, uh, a volunteer basis. And one of the, the latest things that they've been working on for several years now is restoring a C-47 uh, plane that was actually flown in World War II. And when the camp received the plane, it was in pieces. The first time I saw it, I could literally see the bottom and walk through it. And now it sits erect at the camp and is all put together over these last few years. And the only thing that was missing was the propellers and the props or the um, engines. So um, one of our veterans was able to reach out to uh, another veteran that he knew, and he was aware of a place called Basler Turbo in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, who happened to uh, have two of those engines and props that they were willing to donate to the camp. But um, the issue was getting them here. Like I said, it's all um, the funds come from donations and things of that nature. So we know that was a big expense for them. And at our um, Elks Lodge one night, I heard these guys discussing it. And I, the first thing, of course, being that trucking is my all day, every day. That was the first thing that popped in my head. And so I reached out to Tim Norland and he in turn reached out to Rick Rail. And in no time, the wheel started turning to make that happen. Looking at the pictures now, it's a, quite a project. And there's, if you're looking at the pictures now, you can actually see one of the signs that was erected um, thanking Rail Transport for their donation of transporting those engines down to us that sits at the front of the plane now. The stories I hear um, from our veterans, but also our guys who are still active, who do drills and things of that nature, just how much a struggle they have in the industry with trying to still serve their country and take care of these things that they're obligated and have sacrificed to do, but still maintain their 
their livelihood. And that's one of the greatest things that one of the greatest things that railed to me is that I can confidently tell these guys when I'm talking to them, not only do I thank you for your service, but Rail Transport thanks you for your service. And this will never be an issue. You let your driver manager know your schedule and you will be home for those drills and you come back at the same status you left at. A lot of these guys have to quit their job and start from scratch just to go and serve our country. So that's that's a big reward. I think trucking is the perfect job for somebody uh, coming out of the military just because it's so similar to what they did, their experience, you know, the time away from home and the value of the service that they're doing, all that kind of stuff. It's real similar to me. From what I know, it seems like trucking is a good fit. I couldn't agree more. And that's something I say forever have said. Um, I call it uh, military mentality and trucking mentality. And there's a reason that the these men and women do either one of these jobs. And that's because um, they have that mentality. They have that structure. They have that discipline that each one of these things require. Um, you can't half do the military and you can't half drive an 80,000 pound tractor mm-hmm. trailer. So, but also the strength and the, that it takes to, to know you're doing something for the greater good, the, the, from the military side to these guys providing for their families out on the road, um, to be able to make those sacrifices. And like you said, be away from home, miss certain events, um, not go to sleep in their bed with their families every night. There's, they're, they're huge, huge sacrifices and I think it takes very special men and women to make either one of those happen. Well, what do you say we get to know you a little bit? How long have you been here at Rail? I'm um, going on my 12th year. Well, about 11 and a half. Have you been doing the recruiting thing the whole time? Yes. I do the same thing. I started day one. Every week is you're doing the same work, but it's different people. It's different. It's And you hear their stories and what what they need and what they're looking for. And when you're able to make that happen, you it's a constant payoff. How does that process work? I mean, every trucking company out there is looking for drivers. What does rail do differently that to, to bring these drivers into the fold here? Well, one of the things I um, expressed as much as I can to our drivers, one of the things that I believe with all my heart sets rail transport a Apart from any other company, trucking or otherwise, that I have ever worked for, is what we call rail values. At rail, if you're happy on the phone, you'll be happy when you get here because rail's going to ensure that it's exactly what I told you. And all these things that you've just told me are issues you're having will not be issues. And like I said, rail will honor what they say, but they also respect you and you have a good working relationship. And and it makes it a lot less like work. Right on. I'm a, I'm a little curious about the about the numbers. I mean, I work with the students here. That's my job. I'm a FTM. I work with the ones that come out of the school. I'm a little curious. What kind of what kind of numbers do we bring in on experienced hires? I mean, it varies. But I will tell you this, um, and that's something else I share all the time. 
Um, we don't just roll everybody through the door. A lot of companies out there are just bringing in these massive cl uh, classes every week. Um, and then they just weed them from there rather than actually getting to know the driver they're speaking with and making sure that you know what they're looking for. I'm not the fit for everybody I talk to, but we know that. And it's my goal to find as what that driver needs as much as it is to find what rail needs. Otherwise we're just spinning our wheels. That's one reason rail does not have the turnover that most major carriers experience because we make sure that what we're offering you is what you're looking for, that we're listening to what your needs are and making sure that that's something that fits into what we can do. It must feel good to, you know, be in that position to find drivers and provide them with a job, a good job with a good company. It, it absolutely is. And, and I can, I could never explain just how good it does feel because uh, when I say that you honestly feel like you're changing somebody's life, I believe that with all my heart. When these guys are pouring their heart out to you that um, I'm not making rent next week. I'm about to lose my house. My I can't afford this or that. And I'm we're running. These guys are running 30 days and more to 40 days at a time and can't pay the bills. And or my my wife and children are upset because I didn't come home. They've been promising me for weeks I wouldn't uh, get home and I didn't. When you hear those stories over and over and you know 100 percent that you can change that, that you have the the tools and the company behind you to make that change, you are changing not only that driver's life, but their family's life. And it feels great. I've had drivers that I, it took me, I might've worked with them six months before they ever pulled the trigger and came to rail because they were so cautious about this or that, or they've been told this, or they've been told that. And those are some of the best drivers. And I, that I, um, they came to rail have stayed for years and we have these conversations since then, and we will literally laugh going, yeah, you could have probably had a new, another new pickup if you'd have came when I called you, mm -hmm. but uh, because they get it and they'll, and their words will literally say, Melissa, I can't thank you enough. Um, I wish I'd have listened to start with or came sooner is exactly what you told me. Then you have that verification back from their mouth that it's, it's going just like uh, you said. But I also tell them, rail makes sure that what I'm saying is correct. They make sure that each, each um, recruiter knows what we offer and what the expectations are. So we're not misleading anybody. So when they get here, it is they are happy. It's cool that the drivers out there that you're talking to that are thinking about coming here or you're trying to convince to come here, they're, uh, you know, trying to be well-informed and they're being cautious uh, and if those drivers are staying here once they get here, then you know we got a good thing going on because those are the guys that are informed and they're researching and they're looking for that you know best exactly. place to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're a if the laydown is as I call it, is the guy that uh, not necessarily going to be a fit for rail. Um, that um, is just looking to go anywhere. These guys that are solid and they have steady work histories and and great, um, you know how many million milers, two million milers and everything we've got here. So these guys that are cautious and steady and dependable and safe, 100% is the key thing of safe drivers. 
they they fit perfectly at rail because they have the same values that rail does. And when you said millions of miles, millions of safe miles. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. And even I I can remember the first orientation I was in. That was like I said, that was almost 12 years ago. And to this day, I can see uh, video images in my head that have stuck with me forever. I can hear uh, things that the instructor said. And I was just sitting in on them again, coming in and recruiting. Um, but these were driver uh, orientations. And I, to this day, I can remember those. I can only imagine the impact that some of those same things have on a driver that's behind that wheel every day that you think of before you act, that you recall this, this training that you were given. Because, I mean, if I can still see those visuals and those things that they went over this far out, I can only imagine being behind the wheel of that when I have the option to do A or B that I go the safe route. You're talking about the crashes that we show in the railway that can happen if a driver messes up. Correct. And it was a game changer um, just on how you process and think of things like that. Just driving in a car myself but uh, or when I'm on a highway with tractor trailers around me. But I can imagine these drivers that now have the mentality, okay, this guy's being this, let's just let him go on his way. I'm driving to protect, not to defend. So just every aspect of their training is incredible to me. My biggest hesitation as an experienced driver coming to rail, you know, or any other company for that matter, is the big company atmosphere. Um, I worked for a large company years ago, and then it didn't work out so great. And then I worked for a smaller company for many years. And then all of a sudden I was drafted here at rail. That rail bought out the company that I was working for. And suddenly I found myself working for rail. I had no intentions of working for a big company and I thought it was gonna be a disaster, but since I've been here, I've discovered it's, it is a large company, but it is very family oriented and they don't treat you like a number. And, you know, when you call in, you get to know your fleet manager. It's a, it's a great feeling and situation in, in my books. That's what, been my experience anyways. And that relationship is critical because a driver only has so much time. There's a clock that's ticking that they can only drive so much. And once they hit that, that time's up, they can't drive anymore, all while they're away from their family. So they have to really use that time uh, wisely. So they're bringing home a good paycheck and not wasting time on the road. So why don't we make a left turn here and get to know you a little more. When you're not at rail, when you're not working and rounding up all these wonderful drivers for us, besides besides cultivating a wonderful Southern accent, what do you like to do <laughs> in your free time? <laughs> uh, I volunteer the majority of my free time almost every single day when i leave here i um go to our lodge or i'm a an elk and that is probably one of my greatest um passions most of my friends are elks family there's always something just in my community alone that we're we're working on and it ties back into rail just like with the engine delivery to have them back something like that that you're feel so strongly and passionately about but any every veterans day i serve um 
the lodge does. I work with them um, to serve our veterans for Veterans Day. We have our Flag Day ceremonies. We have every as um, aspect of things for the veterans, the nursing home visits and our grants that we'll give money for different um, the veterans as well as leaving any of those days that I need things like that never once has I have to worry about getting off work I'll you know I'll send a message it's today's special olympics I have to be gone from whatever to whatever okay uh today's veterans day tomorrow's flag day this this and I'm off sure. to have a company that lines up with what you spend your free time doing anyway is just wonderful to me to know that um again those values just keep popping up they believe what i believe what's important to them is important to me and that goes back to when i'm talking to the drivers I, if i hear what is important to them and i know that they're going to get this same feeling i do that they're going to be supported in what is important in their own lives what about uh speaking of families what about family we got husband kids Partners. I've got a uh, a fella, and we're not married, but we've been together about sixteen years. And he's got uh, two beautiful girls. He is also our um, exalted ruler at our lodge, and his daughter, um, his oldest daughter, who is twenty two now, he joined last year, and he was able to initiate her which was huge for him to be the the exalted ruler initiating his own daughter into the organization. But then this, this year is, when I, this is at the Elks Lodge. Yes, sir. And this year as um, our year changed over, she became our lodge secretary. So again, our, our family is there for, um, and doing these activities together that are benefiting our communities and these different charities and seeing and to watch your kids helping you help others and to be able to teach that to them and show them compassion and for other people and different walks of life and appreciation to our veterans for what they've done for us to be able to do what we do is um is just a blessing uh, like i said that's usually where you'll find any of us is our lodge. So using your imagination, where do you see the future of trucking going? Oh man. I tell you what, I, uh, I keep hoping there's going to be another, uh, trucking movie or a good song or something that's going <laughs> to encourage some of these, uh, younger guys. Um, to come aboard and and find make a career out of trucking or find their niche i think like you said coming from the military that that's a huge um benefit and i would like to see maybe more um of those guys or if maybe there is a different way to to recruit them you know as that be something for their future as they move on from the military i see that a lot of guys that are are not cut out for being gone from home and the freight dictates what we do in trucking um the freight's got to go where it's got to go and that doesn't always get you home every day and so i 
the military base having the, like we said, the mindset that they're used to being gone. You know, 11 to 14 days is not a big hop for these guys. I, I, I'm hoping to see it take a bigger turn with including more military as drivers or hopefully get some of these guys younger, excited about driving, but also educated about what a truck driver's life is, is really like. Um, that So they stick with it. Not to think you're going to be clocking in at 8 o'clock and go home at 5. I want to see the age get lowered to 18 for uh, interstate. The only way I would come over to that side would be if rail transport trained every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> right on. I would feel a lot more comfortable that way because two things there. One, I believe wholeheartedly they would be trained properly. Two, if they did not have the responsibility um, uh, or the what it took, what it's going to take, the trainers at rail would recognize that and they would never go behind that wheel to start with. So it would weed right. out what's not going to cut it and the ones that they felt confident in, their, in them would make it out. But like I said, I have a lot more confidence in rail training than what I've seen from others. So you got anything else, Travis? No. Melissa, do you have anything you want to say to anyone or to everyone listening? Well, I'll just say real quick, if you're uh, the three things we started talking about was Camp Tacoa, rail transport and um, our Elks organization. If you're interested, please go look up uh, Camp Tacoa at Curahy. They do take uh, donations through the website to help with those um projects if you would love to give back to your community no matter where you you live in the united states reach out find your closest elks lodge and find out how you can join and if you want to uh improve your life as a uh, commercial truck driver reach out to somebody at rail transport Nice. I couldn't have said that better myself. Camp Tacoa, by the way, is spelled T-O-C-C-O-A. I did a quick Google search and it came up right away, so it's easy to find. Well, I think that's all I have. It's been a pleasure meeting you, Melissa. Yeah, I've enjoyed it, guys. Well, thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful day. Keep the shiny side up and the dirty side down. Be safe out there, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here, Melissa. Thank you. Take care.